Welcome everybody to another episode of the Logos Podcast. And today we have a very special episode in store for you, and I hope this is a, this is an encouragement to all of those listening out there to the world. Be sure to share this to anybody that you think may need to hear this, and please write a review. Like I said in previous episodes, um, I am very new at this. And so I need all the help I can get and what I need to do better. And so I am very excited to be starting up a uh, podcast. This is only my second episode. And so I really hope that this is helping you uh, through your daily life, through your daily walk with God, uh, through um, your daily circumstances and struggles you might go through on a daily basis. And so I am hoping and praying that God is using me to help reach souls and help reach other people. So um, please share this and write a review of what we need to do better. Amen and amen. Um, so let's get started. So today we are going to be talking about finishing your future. For those of you that don't know a lot about the Bible, or if you do know but never heard this story, there was a man named Saul in the New Testament. He uh, was a Christian murderer. He hated Christians. He hated Christians with a passion. And sooner or later, God changed his life and turned his life around and changed his name to Paul. Through the life of Saul, before his name was Paul, he um, even thought of his own self and people in the crowd and people that always witnessed of what he did thought that his life was over. Thought that he would never ever be used by God. Thought that um, he was finished and he was done. And thought that after he does what he does next, God will never have any more mercy and um, any more grace for him anymore. And that all changed. God changed his life forever, and now his name is Paul. But Paul was ended up being blind before his name was Paul. So he ended up being blind, and he told God, he said, God, if you bring my sight back, I will be used by you. I will do what you want me to do. And because of the moment right there, Paul was the greatest evangelist slash preacher slash missionary in the whole New Testament. He's definitely uh, my favorite, and you can definitely learn a lot from the story of Paul. And you can also learn stories about with him when he was writing to Corinth and Timothy and and him with his, when he was with Silas. And there's so many things that you can learn about the story of Paul and how that can encourage you. And so today, I'm taking the the beginning of how Paul began his ministry because he was not he was definitely not perfect. Like I said just a few moments ago, he literally killed Christians. He hated Christians, and he wanted to destroy them. He thought they had no purpose. He thought that the God he served or the God that they served, was just a a piece of garbage. He thought that God had no purpose of serving people. He thought that God had no purpose of blessing people. So he destroyed the Christians that would try to witness to other people throughout the cities. 
And because of that moment, people of the, on the sidelines would say, Paul will never be used by God. Paul has no purpose anymore. All he has a purpose for and all he has a heart for is to kill every Christian he can find. Because when people saw him, they thought he was dead. When people saw him, they said that he was a terrible guy and so they just moved on. But when people saw Paul, they said, he is called by God. He is being used by God. He is known all around the world now. I don't understand how in the world this happens. Because this dude was literally a Christian murderer and now he's a Christian. This makes no sense. How in the world could this make any sense? Because he just went from killing Christians to now being a Christian. And it's, it's crazy to think about because God uses messes and makes it into something you never thought could be used. God takes glass and makes it into a beautiful statue. God makes garbage and makes it into the world's greatest preacher in the world. The world's greatest minister of the world. He takes the lowest of the lows and makes them to the highest of the highs. And I am so thankful that God does not think of us any different. We could be in the worst position in our lives, but God still loves us the same. We could be in the highest of the highs compared to the lowest of the lows, and God still loves us the same. We could be the world's greatest sinners. We could be the most of the most of the most sinners. And He still loves us because He died for us. And I am so thankful for that. So, I'm going to talk about three points. And my first point is, I am not finished. I am not done. And it's not over. I am not finished. I am not done. And it's not over. A lot of people have mindsets comparing themselves to other people. Saying, I will never, ever be as good as them. How do, you, how do you think people thought of Paul? How do you even think Paul thought of himself? He, he compared himself to other people. And that, that's probably how he got the way he is. He didn't have anything to do with his life. Is what he had in his mind. So he just said, well... God may be so good, but he ain't been good to me. So let me take everything that he loves and let me destroy it. Let me kill it. I want God to be through with every person in this world. I want everybody to be like me. I want everybody to kill everybody. I want people to commit suicide. I want people to think differently. I want people to think that they are terrible and they have no worth. If you saw the last podcast I, I sent out, my first episode, I called it Great Love. I talked about being alone, being unworthy, thinking that you are uh, unlovable. You are um, broken on the inside and can never be fixed. But God loves you with a greater love. 
He mends the broken hearts. He breaks the chains of the bound. He heals the blind. He heals the sick. He heals everything that needs to be healed. Because that is the God He is. He's the God of second chances. He loves you with a greater love. And that's part of finishing your future is putting your faith in God. You might not have it all together now, but sooner or later you will and God will lead you and guide you and direct you. Be like Solomon. Instead of asking for all the riches in the world, ask for wisdom. Ask for the wisdom to make the right decisions. Ask for the wisdom to help you get through your daily life. Ask for wisdom to help you get through struggles and trials and tribulations. Ask God to help you to make the right decisions in your life. That is what should be asked for. You should ask, Oh God, please, please let me have the best of the best. Bless me with so many blessings. God, let me be one of the richest men in the world. Let me be something that I know I can't be by myself. Stop asking for something extraordinary. And ask for something small like wisdom. Wisdom may seem a very like a very small package, but it when you open it up, it's the biggest thing in the world. A lot of people wish they had wisdom. A lot of people wish they had knowledge. But they asked for something else. And look where they are now. Stop comparing yourselves to others and saying, I can never be as good as them. And start saying, I'll be that one day. I might even be greater than that one day. Start thinking positive thoughts and say that I am who God called me to be. I am an overcomer. I am chosen. I am loved by God. He loves me so much He died for me on that cross. Let positive thoughts go through your mind and say, I'm not finished. I'm not over. I'm not done. Because God has a specific time and a specific calling on my life. It not, might not come tomorrow. It might come not come today. It might not come yesterday. And I'm sorry, it might not come next week. But it will come. And when it comes, you just need to be ready. Be a willing vessel. That's all God is asking for, is a willing vessel. God is a gentleman. If you don't want His blessings and if you don't want to be used, He will not use you. He will not bless you. But you need to keep telling yourself and keep praying to God, God, I am willing to be used by you. I'm done comparing myself to others. I want to be how great of a person you want me to be. I want to be who you want me to be. I want to be the person that reaches the souls nobody else can reach it. That is what I want to be. Amen? I'm not done. I'm not finished. And I'm not over. Because God is going to use me for a greater purpose. My second point is removing the power of your past. People think they can't be used by God because their past has destroyed their life. And a lot and a lot of people these days, their past decisions and everything they made then has affected their future. Has affected everything that they need now. 
A lot of people are homeless because of the decisions they made. A lot of people are broken because of the decisions they made in the past. But let me tell you something. Forget the past. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 3. Philippians 3 and I believe it is verse number 13. Philippians 3 and verse number 13 simply says this. It says, I, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Verse 14 says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Stop trying to remember your past and affecting your future from your past. and Because the thing you need to do now is you need to remove what has caused you to be in the position now. Stop reaching to the past. Stop remembering the past because your past you can do nothing about. Except learn from it. Stop trying to... Stop trying to compare yourself from now to the past. Stop trying to make yourself cry every night before you go to bed because of the position you're in. Do what I said earlier. Think positive thoughts. Your past has nothing to do right now. You can't do nothing else in the past. Start focusing on the present and your future. Start making the right decisions now, and then you'll be somewhere else in the future. You cannot, you cannot do anything about your past now. Your past is gone. Your past is over. Now start planning and processing what is happening now. And let it affect your future. Let yourself be in the best position you've ever been in in your life. Remove the power of your past. Because stop thinking about what your past has done and thinking because of what you did in your past. You cannot be used by God. You cannot be a preacher. You cannot be an evangelist. You cannot be a teacher. Because that is not who you think you should be. Well, I got some news for you. Your plan of your life is nothing compared to God's plan for your life. We cannot even counter the way God thinks. We cannot even counter the way God is wanting to use us and uh, use our abilities and talents to for His glory. Stop taking what happened in the past and start using it. Use the power of your past and learn from it. And learn from the mistakes you made then. And then let it affect now. So you can make better decisions in your future. Amen? Number three. My last and third point. Reach forward. Reach forward. Now, for those of you that for real think that your past has destroyed what God can do with your life, you're wrong. And you think, well, 
Might as well just sit here and do nothing. No. You need to start praying more. Start reaching to God more. Start reading your Bible more. Start doing everything you can to get closer to God and start reaching forward. Making your future better. Making your position that you're in that you're in your life with better. Start making everything that has affected you in your past and in your present. Start making it better in your future. Start making the best decisions of your life. And let it affect your future so great. Be somebody else that nobody's ever been. Be something everybody tries to be but can never succeed. Start reaching forward. Because if you, if you start reaching forward, God is going to love that. God is going to bless your tries and your abilities to try to make your life better. God is going to love you no matter the mistakes you made or the right decisions you make. God loves you with a greater love. God is just trying to help you. The Bible says that He corrects the people He loves. God corrects you, don't, don't get mad. God corrects you, don't get hesitant. Don't get uh, so bound up in the in the correction that you end up getting uh, mad and you end up getting prideful and saying I am not wrong but God knows you better than you know yourself no matter what you go through reach forward stop stop trying to think on something else to do besides doing what God has called you to do reach forward the Bible says in uh, Philippians 3 and the bottom of verse 13 going to uh, verse 14. It says, uh, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth uh, to those things which are before. And then it says in verse 14, I press toward the mark for the prize of high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Stop trying to reach for the past stop trying to reach for the mistakes you made in the past stop trying to reach for the terrible decisions you made in the past and start reaching toward God start reaching toward the prize start reaching toward praying more start reaching toward uh, reading the Bible more start reaching for being a better person. Start reaching for being a better Christian. Start reaching for the anointing. Start reaching for the preparedness. Start reaching for the usefulness of God's glory. That is what we was made to do. We was not created to be worried. We was not be created to be fearful. But we was created to worship the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. In closing... The Bible says in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7, it says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course and I have kept the faith.
That's what Paul said. Paul said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished what I started. And I have kept the faith in Jesus. Let that be your life verse. When you end your ministry, keep telling yourself, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. And I have kept the faith. Don't be hesitant in what God has for you. Because in the end, you'll be saying, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. And I have kept the faith.